time to jump from the past to the present. Join your hosts Alan Price and Chris Vint as they power up and analyze games from today in ORS Reviews. Now it's over to the reviewers exclusively on PopCultureNetwork.com. Hello and welcome to a special edition of ORS Reviews, Operation Retroshock. Obviously, as you know, has its own review show where we review different games sent from different publishers. But today is an is a ORS Reviews with a twist. Uh, you may have heard from our Game Fest special. Um, we did have a couple of special people we met at Game Fest, um, and one of them um, is on the line now. So, sir, if you could please introduce yourself. Hey, I'm Dave Fracky. I'm Studio Vice President of Radical Entertainment. Um, hello Dave, it's a pleasure to have you on the show, thank you so much for taking time out of your hectic schedule. I know St. Patrick's Day was a couple of days ago, so we're all kind of rough around the edges, you know, but um, yeah, but uh, thanks for taking time to come on the show. Also from Alan uh, and myself, thanks for the the um, free t-shirts and chewing gum and things like that that you actually sent us, um, that was very, very nice of you, so just uh, thanks once again for that. No, it was great, and it was great meeting you guys at GameFest. Yeah, well, my first question is, obviously, we last saw you at GameFest showing off Prototype 2. Um, you said then it was at the early beta stages of it, you know, like you saw, you did say that some things may happen that weren't meant to happen. So where is Prototype 2 at now in the stage of development? Oh, yeah, we're, we're pretty much ready to ship at this point because the game comes out on April 24th. So, uh, you know, it's basically just kind of last-minute tweaks and uh, and getting it down the line and getting ready through first parties. So... It's pretty much done and ready to go. Okay. Um, are you pleased with how well the game was received at GameFest? And also, did you show it at any other gaming shows um, from GameFest? You know, I, um, I did have a brief interview with you at GameFest, and it was just a pure delight to see how passionate you were about the game. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're, we're so proud of this game. And it's like anything else. You're almost like a proud father waiting for it to come out. <laughs> and uh, when from Game Fest, we went uh, actually to a few other uh, Games Fest and Games Weeks uh, in Milan, in Paris. Uh, there was also Ingramir in Russia, in Moscow. So there was a few other festivals that we got a chance to show the game out to fans. And since then, now we've actually been on a, a press tour showing it to press and also to retailers getting ready for ship. And the response has just been phenomenal. Um, you know, I, I kind of wish I could bring the entire Radical team with me to see <laughs> how people respond to the game because when your head's down working on a game you know you're spending a lot of time talking about all the stuff that's working great but you're hammering on the stuff that needs to be fixed that needs to be right that needs to be polished and so you know your mind is so focused on that and when you go out externally and you see the reaction from fans even for a pre-alpha build which I believe is actually what we had uh, during the first part of the fall and then you start showing some of the pre-beta builds and the reaction has been, I, I can't even, I wish I could bottle the bloody thing. You know? <laughs> <laughs> of course, I wouldn't want to drop it because it would probably destroy you know, a few city blocks. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's a nice touch that you want to get the people involved. You know, like, so, um, have, obviously, they've been fed back with how um, the game is actually being received. What are their uh, response to, um, to the positivity um, that the gaming world seems to be unleashing on Prototype 2? Oh, it's, you know, it really does drive the team. I mean, every time there's an article that comes out, we're always passing it around, we're always talking about it. 
you know, we have uh, meetings, town hall meetings with the group that we always talk about the impressions of the fans and the reviewers. And, you know, it really, for us, is meant to really keep telling the team, look, you're doing a fantastic job. And, uh, you know, again, I, 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 can't, I can't even describe the kind of uh, um, response we've gotten. Uh, you know, I should, I should be careful of this, but I was actually in Paris showing it to press. And one of them ran up to me and, and kissed me on the cheek, saying how much you love the game. <laughs> you know, which is not a response I usually tend to get. Yeah, so. yeah. I know, I know, I know. Alan and I did like the game, but we didn't go want to go that far because we're enjoying Game Fest. Didn't want to get kicked out of the event, you know. For yeah, yeah, I, I appreciate that actually. <laughs> Um, so a lot of people, myself included, I just went out not too long ago and bought Prototype 1. So a lot of people would be either going out to uh, buy Prototype 1 either on uh, for their Xbox or PS3 or digital download. Um, in case people aren't familiar with the first game, how does the first game tie into the second Prototype storyline-wise? Right, so you know, the first game is, is a story about how the virus first impacts New York through Alex Mercer. And of course we find out that you know, through the fact that he's become a prototype, he's trying to determine how that happened, and he finds out that he was actually a Gentech scientist that released it in New York. And, of course, Gentech and Blackwatch really want to eradicate, essentially, him and <laughs> the virus. And uh, Blackwatch decide they're going to nuke the city. And in the end, you know, Alex actually turns kind of from being the guy who released the virus to the guy who's going to save New York. And he, he gets the hold of the nuke, takes it offshore where it explodes, which destroys him, although he then reconstitutes back on the shores of New York. And that's where the first game ended. I'm sorry if I'm giving out any spoilers for anyone who hasn't played it yet. Of course, <laughs> I'll just put that in iTunes read. Spoilers may occur. <laughs> but, but really, the, what Prototype 2 takes uh, starts 14 months after the end of the first game. So you've got the first outbreak, it's 14 months later. And what you've, of course, got is you've got a new protagonist because the the story of Prototype has always been the story about the virus. And in this case, it's Sergeant James Heller, who is an army stationed out in Iraq. There's a second outbreak in New York, which is attributed to Alex Mercer, who's kind of been a ghost. He's on the lam. No one's really, really seen him. And, of course, it destroys Heller's family. He's on the military side. He knows the information about Alex releasing the virus in New York City. So he's hell-bent on going after Mercer. But, of course, Mercer, 14 months after the end of the first game, he's got his own plans, which include infecting Heller, which is ironic because he gives him the powers to take him down. So it really is a collision of their two stories, which really creates all the great turning points in the game and reach the final climax. So that's probably the best way to set it up. Okay. Brilliant. Now, what's also great, and sorry for interrupting, is um, mm -hmm. Dark Horse Comics are going to be uh, writing essentially stories from three perspectives that span the first game to the second game. So you'll get more information through those stories as well. Okay, super. Yeah, so obviously people have comic books stored. I know that Dark Horse Comics have an iPhone app and iPad app, so maybe it'll be something that'll be releasing there um, that people can actually read. That's that's pretty cool that we're going to get comics as well. Okay. Um, yeah, so uh, we've seen... I. Uh, for the likes of game in the UK, um, they get the bio butt kicking uh, content, which um, is just especially the boxes that we have is just some guy uh, going to kick another guy up his ass, which is just <laughs> hilarious looking. Um, that's, that's a technical term, of course. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, I didn't want to give the you know just dumb it down for the folks. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, what else is being lined up for download, or is that something you can't really reveal at the minute? Well, we you know we have we. 
In, in fact, if you look at the uh, collector's edition that we just announced, part of that collector's edition is a, a downloadable pack. And, you know, there, there may be other plans. I don't believe we've actually uh, given out that information yet, but okay. uh, definitely stay, stay tuned. Okay. And is there going to be a multiplayer aspect of the game as well, or is it just going to be a single-player game? No, we focus strictly on single-player. We wanted to make that the very, very best experience. Uh, okay. You know, the closest we kind of get is really the leaderboard side. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's the Radnet side. So for anyone purchasing the game uh, as a pre-order, uh, is guaranteed to get Radnet. After that, it's based on limited quantities. And what Radnet provides is a series of events and challenges that are unlocked. It's kind of like an advent calendar. They're nice. unlocked over a seven-week period of time, uh, about every two or three days. And those are events and challenges that um, are kind of like what we had in the first game in the open world, where you may be using a power to eviscerate a certain number of enemies in a certain period of time, or flying a chopper, for example, through a race time event and going through checkpoints throughout the city. So it's not tied to the fiction at all. But in challenges, you can challenge the scores of your friends. So you'll see their posted scores. You can challenge them. You can beat them. So it's not multiplayer, but it certainly has that feeling that you're competing against somebody. Okay, brilliant. Um, it's fair to say the prototype was one of the sleeper hits when it was released. Um, obviously, a lot of pre-orders have been placed for Prototype 2. Are you pleased with the pre-order campaign for Prototype 2? Oh, absolutely, and uh, you know, I think it's even uh, I think it's even escalating now as well as we get closer to uh, to ship. And uh, you know, certainly, you know, we we were happy with the first game because it it was definitely a sleeper hit. And you know, we know that there were some some issues with the game that we've certainly tackled and overcome in this game. And you know, we're seeing the kind of uh, increase in pre-orders because of it really uh, that are really making us quite happy. So obviously, we can't uh, talk about numbers or anything at all. Mm -hmm. But uh, you know, let's just say that I'm smiling. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> fantastic. That's always good to know. Um, so with Prototype 2, uh, obviously a lot of different elements that may not have been in Prototype 1. What's the main thing that you're very proud of that made it into Prototype 2, whether it's the fact that um, I know he can have different weapons on each ha each hand, um, or if it's like a certain aspect of the storyline, um, without spoiling anything, what for you is the main thing that you're very proud of that's in Prototype 2? Oh boy! You know there there are so many. <laughs> you know it's funny. I'll often admit that that it's almost outside the game. The thing that actually probably has impressed me the most is the team on Prototype Two, because in fact there's a lot of new leaders on this team. There's a lot of people that have stepped up on this team to create the game, and they've done an incredible job of creating an experience which has really surpassed the first. Now I know it seems like a real cop out in saying that, but it really <laughs> the thing I'm I'm proud of most is really the team. It's the people that make this game that, uh, you know, in many cases, again, are new leaders in this game. So quite incredible. Um, you know, when it comes to the game itself, you know, I'm, oh boy, you know, I, I'm a bit, of, I'm, a, I'm a story guy. I've come from film and television for 10 years. And for me, what I'm kind of really proud of is how engaging the story has become, which really kind of ties and is a thread that ties to the entire experience. You know, uh, I, it's hard to answer with one main. You, you stumped me here because you know, the first thing that comes to my mind is, yeah, I love the story. It's so engaging. It's so emotionally, you know, it's so emotional. Oh, wait, wait, wait. There's that great tendril power. Oh, man, the tendril powers are incredible. Oh, wait, the world. The world looks great. The world looks amazing compared to what it was before, you know. Unfortunately, I get all these things that come to my head, and I can't even choose one. So i got to choose the people then. Okay. 
Well, that's that's a good answer, and it makes it um, feel better that they're acknowledged for the hard work that they're doing, rather than going, yeah, well, I I just say the storyline and uh, to heck with the people that work on the game because they didn't do a very good job. Yeah, really. Well, they're the ones that created the storyline. They're the ones that created all the powers, so they've yeah. got to be the heroes. You know, they're they're the unsung heroes because half the time they're not the ones that are they're out in the public facing. But uh, you know, I'm very proud of them, and they should be very proud. Okay. Um, is there anything that kind of any games or uh, films or anything that have kind of influenced Prototype Two? Whether it be you know obviously it's to do with viruses, whether it's a case of you know some people who worked on the team were big fans of Resident Evil or you know Dawn of the Dead or things like that. Is there anything like that that has kind of influenced the game? Oh, absolutely. I, I know. I, remember, I know the creators of the first game, and I know they were influenced both by both by comic books, but also a lot by film and. You know, some of the films that came up, I remember during the beginning and even during this game, were things like The Thing, where, you know, you have a creature that can actually shapeshift into other forms and can and, and basically hide themselves and disguise themselves as someone they've actually consumed. And they're also quite devastating in how they change and shapeshift. And then you've got certainly films like 28 Days Later and 28 Weeks Later, where, you know, it's really a study of how people behave when there's an infection. And so it's really a combination of both, because if you look at how the world has evolved into New York Zero, it really is kind of a study into thinking, how would New York actually respond? How would the government, military, et cetera, and the people respond to such a viral outbreak that really creates these hideous, you know, deformed creatures that kind of roam the environment? And when, you know, when it gets out of control, what are the next steps? Which is why you see those three zones in New York Zero. So, you know, I'd like to say there's been a lot of influence by film, um, you know, certainly, I, I I don't know specific games that have necessarily been an influence on the team. I mean, if there really is an influence on a lot of the games, it's our own. For example, mm-hmm. if you look back at the Hulk, you had a character that was quite destructive in a big open world. Yeah. So, you know, certainly we built on our own foundation of successes as well. So okay. it's really a combination of both those things. Okay, brilliant. Um, so obviously 24th of April is whenever the game will be released. Um Obviously, that'll be prototype two. You'll be out of the road. Um, what will Radical be releasing this year or next year? Um, is there any particular games that they're looking to work on? Oh, I would love to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> That's a cop out answer right there. <laughs> you know, uh, obviously, uh, I, I, we can't talk about what the next uh, the next game we're working on is. So, uh, but you'll find out probably in, in a little while. <laughs> okay. Uh, obviously, with the likes of, say, GameStop, you know, with Mass Effect 3 being out not too long ago, there were just, like, big events that being held. Um, you know, the voiceover artists were there and, you know, a couple other things. Is there anything grand that Radical are looking to do for the launch of Prototype 2? Uh, well, again, it's not something that we've we've announced. I know that we're working quite hard with Activision Marketing on on different types of potential events or uh, or things that are going to happen around the launch. Um, it's certainly probably something that uh, that actors may speak actually more about, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's not information that I actually can talk about. I apologize. Okay, um, were you actually there to see the likes of the voice actors in the studio? You know, doing the voices for the different characters. Um, was that something that you actually got to see, or um, was uh, it something afraid, that I'm you? Afraid I wasn't. I would right. have loved to. Uh, I was traveling actually on a lot of the uh, the fan and press tours at the time. So I've literally been traveling since E3 in June. So I just stopped traveling what two weeks ago. Okay. So uh, that's where I'm actually at home this week, uh, <laughs> trying to uh, actually do my taxes and a bunch of other things. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, as well, there's um, 
one of the big key factors for a lot of video games is the music. Um, have you listened to the score for Prototype 2? And if so, what are your thoughts? I know you probably can't reveal an awful lot, but obviously if you could tell us, you know, like, um, who did the music and uh, what your overall thoughts are on it. Oh, yeah. The, the, I have listened, I've definitely listened to the score. It, it's phenomenal. And I'm very proud of the fact that it was done in-house. So we have our, our sound designers and directors that worked on it, and they are incredible. Uh, Rob Bridges, Scott Morgan, just two incredibly talented guys. And uh, they have created the score for it, and the score itself is going to be available uh, on CD as part of the collector's edition. Cool. So, uh, no, really, they've they've outdone themselves. I love the score in the first game, and uh, these guys have really, really uh, done a phenomenal job in the second one. I wish I could sing it or or chant it or something, but I can't. So <laughs> Please <laughs> don't don't offend our <laughs> listeners. Thank you. Yeah, I might have actually done it two nights ago when I was drinking uh, <laughs> green beer, but. Uh, not now. If anyone has a YouTube video of that, please send it to me. Uh, that would be grand. Um, so, obviously, um, we're nearing Prototype 2 launch. If people haven't pre-ordered this game, why should they pre-order it? You know, I would say the very, very first reason is Radnet. Uh, you know, it's something that we play internally and we challenge ourselves with all the time, and it's just a load of fun. And besides even the fun and the challenges, you get some you know great uh, rewards from it, like player skins, and I think we did announce that once you actually complete that Resident Challenges, you get the Alex Mercer player skin, which is okay. a great bonus for having that Radnet edition. So I would say that's the, the primary reason. Of course, you know, I'd love to think this is going to be flying off the shelves, so pre-ordering it would be a great idea. Okay. Um, with the likes of Xbox and PlayStation 3, you have different avatars, themes, things like that. Is right. that anything that um, you're actually looking to dip your toes into, whether people can actually dress their characters up like Mercer, or whether you can have like a prototype to background for your Xbox dashboard? In fact, yes. and that, that, that is actually part of the RadNet edition as well. So what happens is that as we're, as we're actually unloading uh, the challenges and events and the rewards, we actually have a couple of weeks where we're going to... Uh, release just for free Xbox avatars and PS3 Dynamics themes. So those will be available through Radnet. Now, whether okay. they're available outside of Radnet is something I'm not sure of, but certainly another great addition, great reason for pre-ordering. Okay. Um, last question for you would be, there's quite a few games out this year. You know, Mass Effect 3 has been out. You know, um, we'll have the likes of Resident Evil, Operation Raccoon City. What makes Prototype 2 stand out from the rest of the crowd? You know, certainly as a game, it's it's you know it's it's, it's an incredible over the top experience, and just in terms of the kind of combat and things that you can do in the world, you know, I, I haven't actually seen another game like it. And I've used the example uh, several times, but it's something I, I love to talk about because it gets me incredibly excited when I do. But you know, think about the fact that I can be fighting ground forces, you know, tanks and military. I can take a bunch of them out when a strike team comes in with a helicopter. If something I did, I picked up a car, threw it at the helicopter, ran up the side of the skyscraper with another vehicle trying to draw the choppers up to the top. As <laughs> I get to the top of an incredibly tall skyscraper, I nail the chopper that I've damaged, taking it out. I jump on the other one, rip off the weapon system, and as I'm falling, I'm unloading this weapon system, taking out that chopper. I throw the weapon systems away. I look down. I'm approaching fast this tank. I target it, take out a hammer fist, nail the tank, take out my Devastator, and just <laughs> unleash it on the rest of the soldiers, and it's bloody quiet. And I felt like the most amazing badass at that point, and I've just never felt that in any other game. It's <laughs> probably the best way for me to describe it. And, uh, you know, the great thing for us in April, too, is that, you know, in terms of, of 
our genre. There aren't many games around at that time as well, so it's even just a perfect window for people mm-hmm. to jump in and try Prototype 2. Okay. Um, lastly, Dave, um, how do people keep in touch um, you know, with the going-ons with um, Prototype 2? Um, is there something you can follow on Twitter or Facebook? Do you have a website? Um, just anything that you n- need to promote um, to do with Prototype 2? Um, the floor is yours. Uh, take as much time as you need. Well, wow! I'm gonna. I'm gonna sound like. I think I've been sound like a salesman. I'm gonna sound like even more. <laughs> than you know, it, it's great. We have our own website. It's prototypegame.com. Uh, we also are on Facebook. We now are approaching, I think, 500,000 Facebook fans. Wow! Uh, which is fantastic, and we're very, very active uh, on Facebook. We are on Twitter. Uh, there's, there's, I believe, there's radical underscore ent for. Radical Entertainment. Uh, I'm on Twitter as well, so I, I do try and uh, and update everyone as much as I possibly can. Uh, so yeah, so definitely the website, Facebook, Twitter. We're very active. We have a community manager, uh, Adam, who is taking care of a lot of that as well. And uh, I even have a lot of fans and everyone who I'm in constant contact with as well, including you guys, which I really appreciate. So uh, you can definitely follow us. We're posting things up to date every single day. Okay, well, that kind of concludes your interview, Dave. Um, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been a pleasure to talk to you. Um, best of luck with Prototype 2. Can't wait to get our hands on April 24th. Uh, make sure if you haven't already pre-ordered your uh, collector's edition, do that now while you still can. Um, there's always a lot of times that folks will come into your local GameStop where I work and say, can I pre-order this here? No, it's out tomorrow. So unfortunately, we don't have the stock for that. So make sure you're not disappointed because this game looks fantastic even with what we saw in the um pre-alpha build um, but Dave forgot to say to you as well that um, at GameFest we had our game of the show and our people of the show and we were delighted to say that yourselves Radical Entertainment uh, were peoples of the show uh, found you very approachable very um, energetic especially the um, sittings at um, seeing the prototype 2 going and the participation somewhat of the cry sometimes whenever they're not half sleep um, just wanted to say that so just uh, thanks very much for coming on the show oh Chris thank you so much and please thank Alan for me too you guys have been incredible as well okay um, that's going to do it for us so once again thanks to Dave Frackia and make sure you check out Prototype 2 in case you're wondering what Prototype 2 sounds like listen to the end of the show and you'll hear the trailer so once again thanks to Dave and uh, see you all soon Alex Mercer you killed my wife and my daughter you turned me into this monster now you spread the virus and you send your pets to kill me
sir. It would have been quick, but now 